You are now listening to the Paper Cuts Comic Podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt Munch. For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy, and thank you for tuning in to the Paper Cuts Podcast, issue 77. I am your host, Dan Ryan. That's right, kids. Daddy's home. Baby goes back in the corner. Joining me this week, Mr. Matthew Much. Nobody puts baby in the corner. I fucking do. We're about to have words. <laughs> Mr. Evan Goldstein. You dismissive and uncaring son of a bitch. I certainly am. And Mr. Dean DeFalco. Listen, I'm tired. I'm ready to go back in the goddamn corner. You should be tired. You've had to cover for me for three weeks because I've been fucking sick as a dog, man. The last I one, know. I was just so oh. sad. I just got shit-faced drunk and, and barely <laughs> oh, even yeah, made it through the you show. Were sad about so, it. <laughs> so sad, St. Patrick's Day. Either way, you know, like it's all good. Anyway, um, I've missed you guys. I've missed doing the podcast. I fucking, you know, I haven't read anything in weeks, like not even the back of my cereal box. I just—I haven't read a thing. I've been so depressed. Well, thankfully, you came back just in time for the newest issue of Venom Space Night. Venom. Fucking Thank right, God. I planned that shit. But we're not talking about that book first. We are going to talk about Shadow Glass number one. Uh, out this week from uh, Dark Horse Comics, written and drawn, and the cover and inks—I don't know—everything done by Ali Fell, who I did not know before this issue, and. Unfortunately, probably won't spend too much time with after this issue. Let's be uh, real, though. The girl's got talent. Oh no, she does it looked? Uh, it looked really it's good. A woman, right? That's my Al- assumption. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm made. assuming. Okay. I mean, Allie is one of those names that could go either way, I suppose, like Sandy or uh, Jesse Dean. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It was um. Uh, it was a bit boring. Yeah, I was just <laughs> bored. There was a lot of flour- flourish in the wordage. Uh huh. That's it. It was medieval Jerry Springer. Uh, or no, yeah. Maury. Maury. It was medieval. It was Maury. medieval Maury. But uh, that like, that has more action in it. But yeah, it was so. It was so goddamn convenient. Like, okay, so here's the story: uh, a sailor comes home to England. Uh, with some very verbose, uh, you know, oh, England, you call me back home, and how could I ever, like, blah, 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 shut up. Like, whatever. <laughs> You're home, Thomas. Good for you. He goes to see his friend Adam. Uh, Adam is like, hey, uh, I want you to meet my wife. And he's like, no, I want to talk to Dr. D. And he's like, no, fucking really, like, take a look at my hot wife. He's like, no, dude, I want, I want, can I please just, like, go see the doctor? He's like, oh, fine. Just show me your fucking hot wife. And then he gets, like, super creepy right away. I, that is the creepiest panel I've ever seen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just an absolute pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> oh, God. Like, it was just dripping with pre-cum. I was going to say, I was like, disgusting. it basically said, oh, we going to fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. I kind of thought dripping with, pre- with pre-cum would get a bigger laugh. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm kind of sad that that, that, that fell on s- deaf ears, but whatever. <laughs> oh, I heard it. I was horrified. <laughs> Christ. So like he he shows up, sees his friend, 
uh, the fangs his wife. <laughs> creep Max on fucking Arabella, his mistress or his the, his friend's wife, and then we cut. Bang! Two weeks later, and she's got tears in her eyes, and they're doing like some weird shit, some like mystical religion bullshit. Bro, like, that was some Cthulhu shit happening. Right, but like, but like Christian Cthulhu, like, like praying to God and what? I don't know. How I'm do a fucking atheist. Cthulhu I don't go to church. Doesn't believe I don't in God. He might. Well, he, he might have I'll, accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Nah, he's a Buddha guy, man, all the way. If Cthulhu were going to accept a lord and savior, I feel like it would be the flying spaghetti monster. Dude, yeah, that they would both be got like tentacles. the only thing made in his image, right? <laughs> like, isn't that a thing? <laughs> he just has an identity crisis and shit. <laughs> right, like they got, Matt's right, they have like all the wiggly appendages and shit. <laughs> Cthulhu monster's like, where do I belong? <laughs> oh, flying spaghetti monster, FSM, I got the thing on my car. Um, like a Darwin fish. Uh, so... Anyway, like they be, like just they start this ritual and like he calls the woman dumb. He's like, nah, dude, like it's cool. She's a she is a blank canvas for us to fucking write upon. And all of a that, sudden, if that doesn't sound like a euphemism for something, I don't know what right. does. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the priest who's there or Dr. D, I guess it is. Uh, of, he's uh, Tetra Gamaton. I don't fucking know. I guess it's a demon name. Parallelogram. <laughs> he, he summons forth Parallelogram. And <laughs> and all his cornery goodness. <laughs> and all of his edges come in. And like they're looking in this uh, like black mirror looking thing. And, and boom, there's o- octopus tentacles wrapping around Arabella. Uh, everybody looks fucking scared. And then we cut to 20 years later. And there's a, a a young lass walking through England, and she sees some hanging bodies for no apparent fucking reason. Like she just looks at them and keeps on walking. Uh, that's just how goes, they do. That's how you do. She goes to her dad's house, and he's like, "Oh, what's up, ho?" Um, <laughs> he says that, which was so anachronistic so, that I couldn't get over it. So out of place in fifteen, you know, eighty two. Like he just. Um, anyway, she goes home to see her dad, and uh, turns out, spoilers, kids, uh, it's not her dad, and he's dying. It is, well, why is the he dying? friend from earlier in the story. And by earlier in the story, I mean like three fucking pages. Like, we're but just also 20 barreling years. on through. Well, yeah, but I see, mean. But wait a second. Now, whew. he's dying because the medical field has explained to him that tobacco is a good thing and it helps with his sleeping and to clear his mm-hmm. lungs. So if this is the medicine that they're prescribing, there is no saving this guy at all. But he knows he has a tumor. Sure, yeah, weird. I was going to say, like, oh, how the <laughs> fuck do they know what a tumor is but they're telling him to smoke up because that's good for him? Uh, uh, look, up until, like, the 60s, doctors used to smoke cigarettes in the room with the patients. So Ah, the good old days. Right when men were men and, <laughs> and fucking so were the women. And so <laughs> were the women. Uh so he's dying and da 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 reveals that he's her dad. Uh he's she, not her dad. Or not her dad, sorry. You are not the father. You are not the father, Maury. Uh turns out that that Thomas, the uh Sailor from earlier is her actual father. And he tells her, like, here is where I had the main issue with this book. He tells her all of this shit. I'm dying. I'm not your dad. Your father is actually this dude named Thomas Hughes. But 
even though I know you're super curious, don't go look for him. It's like, yeah. Why, the why not just leave it out? Just don't tell her. Like, I mean, I know you, I would imagine if I raised a child that was not mine upon my deathbed, I might want to confess that. But if you know you that he's yet, a bro. bad guy, like, if I were the father. Or like the, if I had raised a murderer's child, I wouldn't be like, so your dad's a fucking cunt, but you know, don't go look for him. Like I just, Harry I would leave Potter. that, I would leave, <laughs> leave that bit out. Right. I, that to me really bugged me about this. Well, Harry Potter, we have to set the stage because in a mere panel, <laughs> <laughs> she heads off to go find her father. Right. Right, which she totally promises she's not going to do. So she, she gets back on a, a little ship, a dinghy, as it were, uh, goes back to Dr. D's house, and uh, the the uh, servant girl at Dr. D's is like, oh, uh, you're soaked to the bone. Go put a dress on. And uh, she puts a dress on and, and complains about it being a fucking dress because she's, you know, a badass, and uh, goes to see Dr. D, and he's like, oh, shit, you, how, why the fuck are you here? The fuck out. Like, this is unfortunate timing. Explain to me what your dad said. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, her pseudo-father uh -huh. was, sending, Adam. Ad, was sending her to Dr. D for schoolings, right? Yes. That and is what I there. got out of it. Now, what I don't get is, okay, Dr. D, uh -huh. Thomas, working together to do some Cthulhu shit to this dude's wife. Right. Why send your daughter to Dr. D? Convenience, I feel. Oh. Is well, I don't know. I feel like maybe he didn't know all of it or something, maybe. I, I no, I mean, know. he said he did. Like, he said, like, like he was there. Like, I, I, he said, I should hate this man for all of these things he did. Here's my laundry list. But I can't because he gave me you. Well, no, you're saying that about uh, Adam. Adam uh, said that about Thomas. Yeah, he was saying that about maybe. Thomas, but he wasn't saying that about John D. Maybe. I, I I'm, look, I'm just saying that maybe John D. didn't know all the facts when he was like, oh, here's this lady saying she's cool about this. I'm not going to ask any more questions because we're going to summon octopus monsters, and that's fucking cool, right? <laughs> and that's a thing that we're going to do. So uh, yeah, so she goes right. down. Uh, he's got the shadow glass thing out again that they used at the beginning to summon octopus monster. Uh, she tells him, you know, he's not my father. Uh, Dr. D gets pissed off, and then, whoa, isn't it convenient that Dr. D's dinner guests arrive, and it happens to be Thomas Hughes, her father, and, dun, oh, the look dun, of shock dun. on her face, and the to-be-continued, and blech. Sorry. <laughs> it, this book looks great. The it artwork does. is really, really nice. That's I about all I can say for it. I though. think it's just it, the miss on the story. Well, I don't think the story is bad. I think it's just predictable. Oh, yeah. It was just oh, so yeah. quick. Like, like, come on. She should have to go search for him. Like, he shouldn't show up at the fucking guy's house. Well, well we should get a little more backstory before he shows up. Well, I also yeah. think it. she's probably rushing this a bit because it's a, it's a miniseries. It's one of six. So, well, sure, but... I Maybe she has a lot to tell, and she's she's cutting herself short, essentially. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Look, I mean, I didn't think the book was great. I'm not defending it, but I'm no. saying maybe there's a method to the madness. Why is there, like, one panel that's exquisitely painted, <laughs> and then the rest of the book 
is a, just this <coughs> decent art. Because, listen, she had some extra time. Well, she thought she had some extra time, and then she's like, wait, no, deadline's tomorrow? Fuck, better get going. <laughs> Shit. Let me get some scritchy, scratchy things going on here. Yeah, I mean, I unfortunately, I would say that this is a pass for me. It, it just it didn't blow my skirt up. I, I have no urge to find out what happens next. So. And the guy on the last page is dressed like that girl with the bunny ears from Bob's Burgers. Yes. <laughs> Except his his ears are floppy. Aren't well, don't, don't hers stick up? Yeah, yes. but it's okay. just a little dab of realism in this otherwise <laughs> fantastical book. <laughs> so that makes it a pass for you or a yay? We're <laughs> pick it up, Matt. I'm not sure. Well, now that there's bunny ears, <laughs> the the only counterbalance is the fact that they go into I think on the first or second page, they specifically go into how filthy the river water is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on the boat ride back to the place where she absolutely shouldn't be, right? She's she's dragging her fingers in the water. She's she's gonna get a disease. Right, dysentery at the very least. It's just, it's obvious plot device to show us she's not that bright. <laughs> like, going to find the guy who wants to kill her, playing with the dirty water. It's just, it's it's setting up her obvious intelligence level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The solicitation made this book sound good. That's why we picked it. Yeah, the solicitation is dope as fuck. Like, the queen's greatest occultist and whatnot. Like, yeah, I'm in, but Boo. <laughs> Boo Maybe that man. happens in, in, in issue two. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. And why does Dr. D have a portrait of himself? Why And why not? Why does that name sound familiar? Like, have we... Why? Re- Sorry. I don't know. I, have we read something else with this um, specific character? Or... I don't think so. No, you played too much House of the Dead, too. Uh, there you go. All right, maybe Fucking that's it. deep cut, Matt. Jesus I, I did play that game. You're right. I, like, and... Uh, 1582, the girl's name is Rosalind, and we get Dr. D. Like I not... feel like that should be short for something. Yeah. Desmond, at the very least. So, uh, four passes. Dean, I'm assuming you're passing. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's get Ding. on to books <laughs> that we actually liked this week. Uh, oh, this, least... this was an actual guy. That was his real name, was John D. Yeah. I feel like you should have taken some creative liberties there. John Dee was an English mathematician, astronomer, astrologer, occult philosopher, imperialist, and advisor to Queen Elizabeth I. Oh, that immediately changes it to a definite bot. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And Tetragrammaton is the Hebrew name of God transliterated in four letters, such as J-H-V-H. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. It means exactly what it means. <laughs> Parallelograms. Got Hooray it. Hooray atheism. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> on to books that we liked. Rocketeer at War, number two, written by Mark Guggenheim, art by Dave Bullock. Uh, it is the next thrilling chapter of the Rocketeer's adventures against the Nazis, or the Ratsies, as they so cleverly call them in one sentence. Um... <laughs> I fucking love this book, man. Like, this book is just like, it's like an, a nice broken in pair of slippers. Like, you just, you crack it open, and again, it's a time when men were men, and so were the women. Or, you know, like, it's just, 
There's nothing new about this book. It is no. exactly what a Rocketeer book should be. The only thing I don't recall being so heavy in the other Rocketeer books uh-huh. is his witticism. He certainly is witty in this one. Like, he is cracking jokes. He, like he he's Spider-Man, Spider-Man status. Yeah. He is talking to himself. Yeah. I'm all right with it, though. Okay. It's the Rocketeer. It's World War II. It's, it's Nazis. It's... It's dames in short skirts doing leg kicks to entertain the boys overseas. Which, by the way, can we talk for a minute on how fucking weird that wa- that is and was? Okay, like, they you, didn't you have, have Google or Netflix back then. They didn't so. even have what, the WWE, what, man. They didn't still, have a big dude, show going over there, chokeslamming people for all the army guys. Chokeslamming broads. Just <laughs> get down. Fucking, but it's so, it's so pervy. It's like the perviest thing I've ever heard of. Of we're just going to send hot girls over there wearing next to nothing to get these fucking GIs time. all ramped up and then they're going to go kill Nazis. You have what? to remind them what Holy they're fighting shit. for. With their massive boners. <laughs> their boner swords. It's boners of war. Like <laughs> it's, boners just, of war. it's a fucking weird thing, Why man. Why a book? <laughs> <laughs> It's just a weird ass thing, but I mean, beyond all that, like, just a beautiful tradition of high kicks. Dan. <laughs> Can't you appreciate the arts? I can. I love <laughs> you, the uncultured swine. Oh, fuck all you! Like, how many of you have been to Radio City? Well, we all live in the Northeast, so all of us. But <laughs> not really the point, I suppose. All how right, many? Wow, of that sort been? of fell apart for you there, didn't it, Dan? Yeah. Well, really did. My argument sounded really good in my head, and then verbal diarrhea. Um. <laughs> Oh, are you still sick? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, you know, it, it's it's the Rocketeer, man. Like he's fighting Nazis. He's he's out looking for a submarine, and he finds the submarine. Aren't we all? <laughs> I know I am. He finds the submarine, but in addition to finding the submarine, finds a bunch of Japanese warplanes uh, and a fucking gunship. They're out trying to kill him. Uh, he he takes a shot and fucking goes into the water. And there were boobs in this book. Courtesy breasts. Courtesy boobs. Right? Like, out of nowhere, in a Rocketeer book, there were, like, sea nymphs. I was like, all right, what the fuck is going on Uh, here? More like D-nymphs to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 boob joke. (laughs) (laughs) Did you note that only one of the panels, they actually had nipples? Yeah, yeah, it was very nippleless, the rest of the... uh, The rest of the book, but it's a tremendous time crunch to get these books out the door. Come on, <laughs> I couldn't put that squiggly on there. God damn it, I just didn't have time. Johnson, why are there no nipples? Um, yeah, so they they turn out not to actually be sea nymphs because that would be too fanciful for the Rocketeer. He is, uh, he is. They're not even manatees. No, they they were depth charges. They're and he, depth charges. He sends them back and blows right. shit up real That's nice. A and... Serious hallucination. <laughs> really is like when you think well no they have bulbous protrusions Uh, a lot more than two eight of them yeah (laughs) that's why there were four nymphs oh i just really rambled that out were there four nymphs because that would be amazing i don't know know. i'm not gonna look yes i am um damn yeah (laughs) no i'm gonna look i'm gonna look because they're right there okay uh there's three Three. shit (laughs) so close falls apart (laughs) apart. son of a bitch but uh, yeah. So like he blows he blows the ship up. He accomplishes his mission, and uh, we we cut to uh, a cinema 
back in the 40s showing a, a Humphrey Bogart flick all through the night and the newsreels of the war. And that, to me, is such a weird thing that happened in this country. Like, could you imagine going to see Deadpool or, well, I mean, to be more timely, I suppose, Batman versus Superman, and there's stuff about the current fighting that we're doing just, like, happens before the movie. Okay, well, this is... That would this be is so the, strange. The best comparison. Now, when we go to see Batman v Superman, we get a Pepsi commercial. Right. And an advertisement for the local pet store, depending on what town you live in and what movie theater you're going to. Like, and they that didn't have stupid TVs. trivia shit. And it's never difficult questions, mm -hmm. and the answer is always Tom Hanks. <laughs> Listen, I love to know who starred in the 1998 classic Castaway. I didn't have a better fucking movie to come up with. <laughs> Big. Um, You've got mail. <laughs> Damn it, that's the fuck. Sleepless in Seattle. Um, fuck, let's just talk about Tom Hanks movies now. Let's. Uh, what was the one with the uh, There's No Crying in Baseball? What was the name of that one? League oh, of Their League Own. League of Their Own. That was a good one. That's where I was going. Thank Fuck, jokes are funnier when you explain them. Chris was right. <laughs> Everything's funnier when you say it slowly <laughs> and deliberately. Like like to, a, to someone who doesn't understand English. If I just say it slowly, deliberately, and yell at you, all of a yeah, sudden you you'll be like. you have to yell if they oh. don't speak English. Yeah, that's the. Everybody knows that. It's just, it's just science. So anyway, <laughs> newsreel. Uh, cut to the newsreel, um, which I read in my head, you know, like in the worst radio announcer voice. And uh, okay, I'm glad you did that because I did something similar on the next page. Okay, Con uh, continue. We um, see Betty. Yeah, turns out <laughs> there's his girlfriend. There's Betty. She's in. She's in the audience, and she sees the Rocketeer because they. They show it that, like, hey, the Rocketeer has joined the fight, and we don't know who he is. We're just glad he's on our side. And isn't so that what are they the said? ladies. Wink, the, wink, nudge, nudge. Isn't that what they said for Captain America in the first? Yeah. Cap okay. Pretty much. Like, I felt like it was it, stolen from them. It might have been word for word as, like, a cheeky little nod, but... uh, There was something about bullies? Yeah, something like that. He doesn't like bullies. That's why he joined the fight. Anywho. Because Donald Trump and the Third Reich um, were... Oh, no, sorry, that was Hitler. Um, <laughs> this I, political minute brought to you by... <laughs> GeekAid.com. Why I love wrestling every Saturday. Uh, so the next page, uh, he's getting a letter from Betty, and, and PV shows up, and fucking PV's there, and like... I, yeah, but what is he doing there? Oh, it doesn't he, matter. It's well, this PV. is the thing. When I saw PV show up, do we at all recall the Rocketeer movie? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. In that three panels when they're talking to each other, I heard them in the movie voices, and I haven't seen that movie in, I'll say, about eight years. Oh, yeah, at least. <laughs> okay? Yeah, and I was like, longer. wow, what, yeah. why am I choosing this voice to read it in? Oh, it's that guy. He's going to end up putting bubble gum on something. Fuck, yes, he is, <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so like PV shows up and we call up some old uh, some old Air Force buddies and they're gonna go join the fight and then the girls show up. Betty's looking for uh, looking for Cliff. She doesn't see him. They do their high kicks and uh, all of a sudden we get uh, we get stereotypical Nazis capturing uh, capturing Betty. Well, and one you can of tell the they're USO, Nazis. Well, one of the USO girls was a Nazi. A she Nazi. Was, she was. She was a Nazi, and you can tell. Because they speak English, but also say things like Freulein. 
And yes. Mein Führer. And Mein Führer. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, not that he needs the promotion, but I was listening to a, a, a WTF podcast today with Mark, Mark Maron interviewing uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, and uh, I hate that guy. Who, Sasha Baron Cohen or I Mark Maron? I hate Sasha Baron Cohen. Well, you're wrong, and that's okay. You're allowed to uh, be. He's but, a um, useless human being that only has one character that he just keeps dressing up in different outfits. That's Sasha Baron Cohen. You okay? should listen to the podcast. It was really good. But the point <laughs> of the story is that he, in the podcast, he slips into his Bruno voice, the gay Austrian man. And uh, that, unfortunately, is how all of these guys sounded as I read this book. Oh, like Jesus. gay Austrian men. It was a problem. Kind of <sighs> took me out of it for a second. I haven't but. seen gay Austrian men in like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> eight minutes. Who are we kidding? I'm subscribed to the subreddit. Uh, so then we cut to uh, Cliff. He's uh, fighting a tank, and uh, the rocketeer it hits him. It hits him with the a tank shell. Hits him. Not gonna lie. He- Came out pretty unscathed for being shot with a tank shell. He hey, he was holding his head like he was in pain. Yeah, his ears were ringing. <laughs> but that—that that is where we leave the Rocketeer. He is on uh, on all fours in front of a tank. The German yells, uh, "American, prepare to die!" And uh, that is where we leave it. And not it's- gonna lie, though, if the tank shell didn't kill him, I'm pretty sure the tank's not gonna kill him, even if it ran him over. Pretty sure the impact of the tank shell would have done more damage than the tank. Rocketeer, the speed bump. Theoretically, but <laughs> you know, rocket bump. Rocket bump. Um, How will the rocketeer get out of this mess? Will he <laughs> find out in the next thrilling chapter of the Rocketeer at War? <laughs> this episode brought to you from Lucky Strikes. <laughs> Smoke up, kids. Four out of five doctors suggest. <laughs> oh, I really have. It's a guess. fun book. I fucking love it, man. I I love this book. But it is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it is a Rocketeer book. It is not. No. If you if know, you are not a fan of the Rocketeer, walls. this is going to be the thing where you be. Oh, I get it now, and now I love this. Like this is. <laughs> <laughs> this was made for people who already were predisposed to buy it. So, yep. yay from me, buy it, Evan, a buy yeah. it from you, Matt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. And hey, courtesy breasts. Courtesy breasts. Come That's on, That's why Matt likes it. Rocketeer, right. courtesy boobs, high kicks, Nazis. The <laughs> fuck else do you want? It's something for every age. As a youngster, I wanted nothing more than a rocket pack. As an adult, I want nothing more than courtesy boobs. boobs. <laughs> Actually, I would have liked a uh, crossover with Street Fighter. Oh, no. It's made by the same company. Why not? Oh, no. But that was no, so I'll, I'll tell you why not. <laughs> <laughs> Check out four issues ago to hear all the reasons why not. <laughs> All the reasons. I actually don't tell you any reasons. We're too busy just uncontrollably groaning in disgust. (laughs) I threw up a little in my mouth. It was a very weird podcast. Told you to see a doctor. This is a very weird podcast. I feel like when I was not hosting these last three weeks, it was a little more straightforward. It was till the last one, and then I I just couldn't hold it together. 
that one fell off. But you know. actually, I'm willing to bet the last one was the most on rails one, except for the minor detours when Dean heavy handedly segued everything. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about badgers, let's talk about Incredible Hulk. <laughs> well, speaking about the Incredible Hulk, Venom Space Knight number five came out this week, written uh, by Robbie Thompson, art again by Ariel Olivetti. And uh, apparently we're just going to review this book every time it comes out. You're goddamn right. The cover of the book has our main uh, bad guy, whose name I have forgotten. Doesn't uh, matter. He's bad guy. Yeah, main bad guy. uh, Holding Pick Rolo's uh, child, which is... If you did not listen to the podcast or have not read the book yet. It's a baby murder bear. It is a baby space murder bear with a lemur tail. Actually, it's a space murder panda. Space murder with panda. A lemur tail. That is an important distinction, Evan. Thank you. I just want everybody to be on the same page. <laughs> so Wait, we does, yes, do go we ahead. know his name? Because the solicitation just says our big cosmic bad guy. Oh, we might not. Cause... Uh, Mercurio. Mercurio. It's, uh, it's in the, uh, the copy on the front page. That is less fun. It is. <laughs> sp- I like it, Steve. <laughs> Steve. So uh, Steve, the space bad guy. Um, no, so we start, with, uh, we start with our agent of the cosmos flashing back to when he was in high school talking about the fact that he was kind of a giant fucking cock knocker. When he was in high school, and I really, I really want you to say that flash flashback, <laughs> flash flashback. Yeah, um, yeah. He well, yeah. Uh, we see him knocking over a uh, young Peter Parker in the hallway, uh, knocking his books out while his boys are like, "Oh, damn, son, that was fucking harsh. You're a douche." Like a that spring Marvel crossover event, <laughs> Venom, Space Knight, Spider Man. Oh, I'm in. Uh, Six dollar book. (laughs) He's talking about how he was an asshole and it wasn't until Spider-Man showed up that uh, that his life changed, which is dramatic irony because the man he was bullying in high school was actually his hero. Spoilers. Spoilers for a book that came out in the 70s. My bad. Anyway, so we see Spider-Man fighting that you see this and this. I love, I love when shit like this happens because we see Spider-Man and he's fighting a bad guy. And when I say Spider-Man, maybe in your head you're thinking Green Goblin, uh, <laughs> Doctor Octopus. No, they went totally uh, off the. Um, maybe, the maybe you're thinking Deep Cuts, and he's fighting the Chameleon or the Rocket Racer or fucking Doomstone. Maybe no, it's Spider-Man. Swinging to fight Dr. Doom on top of a deli. Because Dr. Doom's what's hot right now, bro. Dr. Doom just wanted a fucking corned beef and pastrami sandwich from a New York deli. Is it so much to ask for it on banana bread with cottage cheese? (laughs) 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 Uh, Listen to the Stone Age Gamer for the rest of the Midge Hedberg jokes. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, that's the most New York thing I think I've ever seen. Spider-Man fighting Dr. Doom on top of a deli. Yep. Um, Need a loaf of bread and some other people. <laughs> <laughs> so then it turns out that uh, Flash is talking to 803, uh, telling him the story about how he's trying to be a good guy now. Um, you know, Is 803 and- consistently changing shape 
Yeah, he well, rebuilt he, himself. He the last well, he got issue. ripped apart yeah. last yeah. time, so he had to look kind of beefy right now. No, he looks pretty dope, dude. Because next time he's gonna get sweet relief. They gotta fucking earn it. It's modeled after Goro now. He's got four arms. <laughs> <laughs> the ones coming out of his back, apparently. Oh, God. So he's going to be, what the fuck was, what was the guy in Mortal Kombat 2? Kintaro? Kintaro? Oh. Kintaro, right? I think. I don't know. The fucking The Senpai. tiger one, right? No, yeah, that's that was. Right. I don't know anymore. Th- there's too matter. many of those fucking games. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, so they're talking about it, and uh, 803, being the voice of reason as he is, asks Flash if... If they are sure that they can trust Piccolo, who, again, spoilers, it turns out is a girl. I thought it was a dude. Am oh, I the no, only one? mom. It was a mother. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. I missed that the last couple of times. So <laughs> they they keep talking. Um, the last five times? <laughs> five times we read this book because I keep trying to hate it. Um, she does have a lemur tail. Right? See? Oh, man. <laughs> Did anybody else... Pick up the sweet, sweet sweetness that was 803's little conversation with Flash. Flash is like, I, I thought death and destruction is all you wanted. He's, he's like, my death, not yours. Aww. Aww. It was pretty sweet, yeah. Oh, cares with his creepy four robot arms. Uh, yeah, so the plan is is that Piccolo and Flash are going to, uh, they're going to go to Mercurio and uh, get pick Rolo's kid back uh, and Flash sits down and he talks to uh, to the Venom symbiote and they're like alright let's fucking do this shit and <laughs> apparently the Venom symbiote turns into like a giant space missile yep yeah How what the fuck was that it even has a little show. insignia on the back <laughs> so yeah. weird Actually, it not, the insignia didn't bother me as much as the pointy nipple on the front of it. It's, it's well, that, look, it was, it's a zeppelin. It was for it's direction. For attitude control. Yeah, <laughs> you just you have to have you that. You control it's, your attitude. <laughs> it's it's mechanically accurate, Evan. In fact, uh, I don't know how the rocketeer is flying around without a giant space nipple as well. <laughs> <laughs> those are the little wingy things on the side of his pants. That's what those are for. Uh, uh, see, you learn something new every day. Anyway, so uh, giant space Venom rocket ship uh, lands on this planet. Uh, Pick Rolo and Venom start going, uh, making their way to the uh, to the compound, and they're gonna get the kid back. And Flash is just rocking some witty banter. Uh, mm-hmm. Pick Rolo says that he's not very intimidating, uh, which is where Flash calls him a uh, a space murder bear. And uh, turns out that the space murder bear was in cahoots with Mercurio. A double-cross. Double-crossed Flash. Unbelievable. Son of a bitch. Yeah, but wait. She's trying to defend and save her child. I understand. And Flash is kind of annoying and a little bit of a douchebag. Much, yeah. A a lot of a douchebag. So Flash gets caught. There's a little bit of a fight, and we see... um, Mercurio comes and uh, they use sound against uh, the symbiote to separate Flash from the symbiote. And he's still got his prosthetic legs on, which is, you know, nice because he's not just kind of kneeling well, all the time now without the symbiote on. And uh, the, he, had little... his, he had his metallic legs on up until well, Steve, the bad guy, s- sliced them off. Mercurio, the bad guy. Come on now. Give huh. him his respect. Okay. Uh, Mercurio slaps the shit out of Flash Thompson like he runs at him and he just fucking backhands him. <laughs> Bitch is kind of what I saw there. Yep. Again, you know, Cat Williams, fight me. Um, 
so yeah, he slices uh, Flash Thompson's legs off, and he's about to deliver the death blow, but Space Murder Bear Piccolo is like, well, oh, uh, hmm, hold on a, a moment, sir, if you would. You might need Flash Thompson in case the symbiote does not do what you want it to do. You have to keep him alive. So maybe there was some goodness in Piccolo after all, is what you're thinking. Yes, that's what I was thinking. It's what I was thinking, sir. I as well. <laughs> Dean, were you thinking it? Totally thinking it. <laughs> so uh, they, they get... just so on the same page, you yeah, guys. That's, that's what I love about this show. It's just fucking symbiotic. <laughs> get it? Oh, see? I see what you did there. Yeah, jokes are funny. <laughs> so uh, they take uh, they take Flash to the pit. Pick Rolo is uh, is about to double cross the double crosser and attack Mercurio, and uh, he fucking uh, Emperor Palpatine lightning blasts him somehow. Sure. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, and then super kicks him in the fucking face. It's a her. Stop saying super him. Super kicks her. Sorry. <laughs> I guess that's why they put her in pink this pink. time. Um, <laughs> super kicks her in the face. Punches her in the face, uh, lightning blasts her again, and throws her in jail with Flash. And oh, it turns out it's a it, triple cross. It's a triple cross. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm Yay. so confused. And then the final page is Mercurio wearing the Venom symbiote, and uh, shit is about to go down. And yeah, yeah I'm in. It was good. Yeah. It looked yeah. good. I mean, it, it's. The quality of storytelling is the same. The quality of art is the same. Yep. It's just it I don't want to say this, but it's like kind of a solid book. Like I know I knew what I it's was getting. It's not great. <laughs> it's not Fuck you. It, I enjoyed it. I I literally I, I like, like it. As soon as I downloaded them all, I was like I'm going to read you first. I'm going to read you first, baby. And it is short. This was the shortest book. I like I clicked like 3 times and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm done." Yeah, so. <laughs> like blow through this book. Like there's not there's not it's not deep storytelling. Like we're not this no. is not going to be heralded as like have you read The Watchmen and Venom Space Knight? <laughs> That's exactly what it is, Dan. Not okay, this is the, the book of our generation. <laughs> I'm a little concerned that our praise is going to their heads because they're taking <laughs> us for granted. They don't even ask, want to know what happens next. Right, they they just, just say, next in Venom Space Night number six, <laughs> the symbiote is not on Mercurio. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Swinging out of there with Flash, man. But without <coughs> his legs, what is happening? I don't know. He got his legs cut off. Lieutenant Dan's got new legs. I just like the fact that the symbiote keeps changing tattoos. Dude, look, like when he sometimes flesh, you want tribal, sometimes you want the little rose thorns going around the ankle. Look, he, he can change if he wants from shitty to tattoos. Barbed wire around his arms. <laughs> from one <laughs> shitty tattoo rocks, to another. He rocks the Agent of the Cosmos logo on his bicep. I don't know if you've seen that, but he actually does. No, pretty, that's, the, uh, that's the new Guardians logo. Is it? Yeah, I think yeah, the, so. The star the, in the shield? Yeah, I, I just saw a shield. Um, okay, that's called the Colonel Guile. He came up with it first. <laughs> okay, so so yes, uh, all around. <laughs> of course, yeah. Buy it, buy it. So, buy uh, it, breaking news here, it? kids. What? what? Breaking news right here huh? in the podcast. Uh huh. Hail Hydra. Uh huh. Gary Shandling has passed away. Yeah, I heard about no, that. Really? Bitch. It's very sad. Yeah. Are you going to somehow segue this into Hyperion? I have no idea how, but 
I guess we're just going to do it that way. It's convenient we're... that he shows up on page seven then. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucks. I mean, you know, Larry Sanders, Gary Shandling, uh, there's a connection because he was in a Marvel movie. Uh, Hail Hydra. Fuck. Anyway. So uh, last book of the week. I just felt like we should mention it. Uh, last book of the week. Hyperion number one. Um, when I when I sat down to read this book, I was like, ah, oh, sweet. I love asshole Superman. And it turns out, <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that we didn't get asshole Superman. But I think and, it was uh, a good book, regardless got, of that. It was. We a got the beginning of really, the X Men movie. Really good book. Oh no, I saw this as the beginning of the Superman movie, the the Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can, can see, see that. that. But he he didn't have a a little girl companion. Mm, good point. Good point. Uh, it is. Good ve- point. It was very. Wolverine and, him, and rogue. Yeah, I mean it's a little bigger than a Winnebago. But, a, 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 a tad, a tad. Um, so Hyperion number one. Uh, Chuck Wendig is the writer. Nick Varela is the artist. Hyperion uh, of the Squadron Supreme um, is driving across America, uh, the middle of nowhere. More accurately, Merkel, Nebraska. Which oh, way, way to go, Wendig, the... with a giant fuck you to Nebraska, like right on the first page of your book. <laughs> Damn, dude. We should have segued on the barbed wire tattooing. <laughs> Lots of fuckers in Nebraska with barbed wire tattoos and a lifetime of regrets. Um, no, I think only green-haired girls. Oh, yeah, uh, well. So, anyway. Is, is that barbed wire? I thought it was like a dotted line for someone to... What, cut here? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, on one of the pages, it's literally, it's like dot, 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 X, X, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Yeah, like every emo screen name from the late 90s. <laughs> Infinite oh. Sorrow, XXX. <laughs> I have my long bangs because the world is too tragic to look at through both eyes. Ugh. Oh, is Shut that up. why they did that? Wow. I think so. I don't know. A fucking, I'm not an asshole. I don't know. Well. So. Well, not that kind of Remember asshole. Remember when people used to use AIM and everyone had weird fucking screen names? <laughs> Mine, Anywho, mine was I had Grimlock. the same one since 1995. Because I like the Transformers. Anyway, so uh, Hyperion is is driving through uh, Nebraska, but he's uh, he's a truck driver. He's delivering apples because America. And uh, we're getting this voiceover from what turns out to be uh, a young lady named Doll, and she has green hair, and she knows somehow that this rando trucker at a truck stop is fucking Hyperion. It's probably all the radiation he's probably exuding <laughs> from being between universes for so long. Actually, what you can't see is that his giant belt buckle is, is there. <laughs> it's just underneath his flannel shirt mm. tied around his waist. Mm-hmm. Dean, were you excited for the trucker hat? Oh, you had no idea. I screamed the shit out of that. <laughs> so uh, Dahl finds him and says, I need a ride. He tells her to take a taxi. She says, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. He tells her to take an Uber, which is even further of a possibility, and uh, gives her some money, tells her to fuck off, and then she uh, she starts crying about her, uh, her, her puppy and her mother and her life and whatever. So next page, uh, they're in the truck, they're driving, uh, some introductions are made, and he tells her where he's going to go, and she says, no, you can't go around there, the carnival is in town, a lot of traffic, you got to go fucking far away from that. They're driving, they're driving. We get a we get a shot, a panel of uh, some yokels shooting a can in the backyard. Jim Bob, get your shotgun. We're gonna mm-hmm. do target practice in case some 
fucking Nazis show up. Uh, with the shotgun. That's real effective. Shotgun. Or rifle. I don't fucking know. I don't live in the South anymore. Um, but we did get, uh, this was my favorite panel of the week. Please the, tell me it's the panel right oh below my that. God, the truck driving by a giant billboard. I used to live in Texas. This kind of shit does happen. A billboard that says one nation under God. And there's a fucking family packing heat, son. The dad has a fucking AK. The kid has a gun bigger than his tiny little fucking white dick. The mom is packing a little shooter. What? And even the little girl has like a little gun. And it's just the fucking waspiest. Perfect family. American right? family ready to fucking shoot somebody for some reason that they would make up. Skin tone. Probably would All be right, the let, reason. Let's not tackle the politics. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought it was so... Like, I read that and I was like, that's fucking great. Awesome. <laughs> It's just so sexist. Why don't they <coughs> all have assault rifles? Right, like the girl can't fucking handle a shoddy? Come on now, dude. Like, I'm just saying. This is the 21st century, please. I feel like the mom in her cardigan would have a grenade launcher and the daughter should have had a blowtorch. We can't <laughs> prove they don't. Flamethrower. That's very true. They might have a fucking arsenal. They do have an arsenal. Come on, Southerners. You see it on the next page. <laughs> so, yeah. So the next page... Uh, is talking about she's having a dream and uh, we get some really fucking creepy imagery of like this house with eyes and shit and some weird demony looking things. My kids have been watching a lot of uh, Gravity Falls, the Disney show that just ended. I really want to watch that. It was very Bill Cyphery. And for those of you who have seen Gravity Falls, you will get the reference. For those of you who have not seen Gravity Falls, fucking look up Bill Cypher after you read this book. It fucking spot on. So it's uh, like a page that would have made Shadow Glass much better. Yeah, this is this is what Shadow Glass should have been. <laughs> uh like just weird fucking demony shit. She wakes up and they're stopped in the woods and Mark Hyperion is being the good guy and he's going to help out uh, a dude whose car has broken down. I don't know why they're in the woods um or why the road like it that part didn't make Look, a lot it's of the sense back, to me. Back country. That's what happens. Roads turn Three. into do- dirt roads. We just need to back up one one second. Okay. Evil demon house mm-hmm. with metal razor tentacles mm-hmm. and six or seven eyes mm-hmm. is singing doll happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just need to point that out. Well, that's okay. normal. If you're going to buy this book for any reason, <laughs> it's the demon house <laughs> with the demon gate. It's singing a 16-year-old girl happy birthday. Look, I have my house sing me happy birthday every year. <laughs> what the fuck, Dean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, she uh, she wakes up, and uh, you can tell that she's woken up out of a sleep because she says, What's up? Who's up? And, uh, <laughs> and then she says, Fuck, I know these woods, and I know that car. And then we see uh, Hyperion getting his fucking head... Uh, Caved in by a fucking crowbar. And the... This guy's wearing Marty McFly's jacket from Back to the Future 2. He is, but he's also missing most of his hair. He's got the, uh, like, if Hulk Hogan... Man, what the hell is wrong with missing most of your hair? No, I'm just saying, if he's <laughs> if he let himself go Nothing to shit... Nothing, Nothing, don't got, worry. He's got the Hulk Hogan has gone to shit look. Like, the bald on top, but, like, I'm still rocking the long hair... Like fucking Hulk Hogan, whatever. (laughs) Look, Matt, we're all losing it, right? It's thinner. I'm about to lose it. (laughs) 
Making fun of bald no, people. No, this is how you know he's a dirty hick because he's got the long on the side but the nun on the top. And then the Civil War trailer with the squinty <laughs> eyes. <laughs> it's okay, Matt. It's all right. Call you underoos from now on. So uh, anyway, yikes. Um, dude fucking cracks uh, Hyperion in the back of the head with a crowbar. Doll starts looking for her gun, and a uh, dude comes up and super creepy look, and is like, come on, baby, it's time to go home. And she says, go to hell, Benny, and she throws a bag at him, and she tries to drive the semi-truck away. Benny is not fucking having it. He is all about getting her back, even though uh, he loses a tooth, um, which I would imagine that's not his first tooth that no. he's lost. Um, Mark then gets back up and fucking hits dude with a tree. <laughs> what I want to know is how he gets back up after that. I don't know. He like, was a little slow after hood. being pushed off like the five foot drop <laughs> from the truck, yet getting hit with a tree trunk. He gets back up pretty fucking quick. Yeah, you know. I don't, I don't feel like they're they're humans. Mm. I, don't, I don't think they are. So They all have code names. They did, yeah. So, so Benny uh, makes a phone call, says, I found the girl. Um, tell Junior that I found her and bring the family. And we get some, uh, I thought this was a really, really well done panel of a, a dark carnival um, and then headlights on one car and then headlights on like seven cars. And it's like, oh shit, things are about to go down. And all of a sudden it turns into like, Mad Max Carnival Fury. Like, yep. Yeah, it's the perfect transition from X-Men to Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. So Mark and Dahl are driving away, and the fucking carnival is behind them. They're coming to get them. There's a fucking weird contortionist and shit. Like, it's, it's very, very Mad Max. Mm -hmm. um, weird contortionist up on the top. Uh, big Bolly, the, or Big, yeah, Big Bolly, the carnival barker, which can I also point out? That the fact that the ringmaster was not included in any of this really made me sad. I'm, I'm sorry. Like Evan, you didn't think that. I, I I was I was upset at the fact that they blatantly ripped off that panel from Mad Max. Like, oh yeah, it was it's just shy of you know the guy. Fucking, you're only missing one flaming guitar. That, yeah, yeah, that's it. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, replaced uh, by a contortionist. Yeah. So I mean I really didn't look too deeply into it, but yeah, it is it now, that you mention it. Yes, it is upsetting. Thank you for making me upset, Dan. Yeah, well that's what I, I think we'll meet him. I'm sure. I hope so. I hope so. But this weird, weird ass fucking carnival, and uh, they're chasing him, and Doll is like, I don't see the strong man's truck, and then all of a sudden they start getting shot at. Uh, weird contortionist guys doing all flippy doos to get up on a uh, get up on the truck. Doll keeps talking to Hyperion, and she's like, Mark, uh, for real, homeboy, like, fuck some shit up. What are you doing? He's like, no, my name's not Mark, I promise. His name um, is Mark. It's not Hyperion. Well, you're right, but whatever. <laughs> Get it right. Don't, don't fucking throw facts at me, Dean. I'm hosting this week. <laughs> for now. For uh, Forever. <laughs> um. So weird contortionist guy gets up there. Uh, they see the strong man's truck. He's, uh, you know, he's crazy because he's got a nose ring. And 
Hyperion and a shape-shifting like, beard. Yeah, well, a really dope beard, though. Like With the first panel, the first time we see him, dope beard. Yeah. Second time, it's as if he cut it between three panels. He did. It, it He's changed. crazy, Evan. Oh, I'm sorry. He used his feet <laughs> and put a brick on the uh, <laughs> on the accelerator. Yeah. Well, they're playing a game of chicken, uh, a, a, a fucking pickup truck and a semi. Uh, Strongman is probably going to lose that one. But Hyperion does the uh, Hyperion thing and uh, uses his eye beams on the contortionist and flies out of the top of his semi, which seems way more dangerous to the girl than anything else that had happened so far. And uh, big explosion, the cars, uh, the cars collide, and then Mark all of a sudden has his giant fucking belt buckle on and his cape. I don't know where any of that came from. It was I under the clothes care. the whole time. I told under you. Under the clothes the whole time. And uh, he says, she says, are you going to hurt them? And he says, no, I'm going to teach them as he is holding the burning wreckage of his semi about to throw it at them. going to start smacking him with his truck cock. Like for, for real. And then the next page is you want to know what happens next. And I kind of do, not because I enjoyed the book, which I did, but because it is Dahl and Hyperion in full Hyperion costume, and he's still holding the semi, but they're in a cornfield this time by no, themselves. No, no, no. I don't think it's the same semi. That's his thing. He What's just wanders around way? picking up just... semis, <laughs> like looking for loose change. I think there's <laughs> yeah, but... some under here. <laughs> But if he would just nope. put the damn thing down, they wouldn't have to hitchhike. <laughs> That's right? true. Well, like, it's can broken, I put this on and top he's of carrying the it to a, a, a an auto body place to get Where it fixed. Where did the dog come from? I don't well, know. Well, we'll I, have to find out. And does it matter because you're going to read the next issue? This was a great book. I fucking loved it. The carnival was super creepy. It was kind of ripped off of Mad Max. Um, I thought the art was really great. The writing The only was really thing I didn't great. like about the art was... Their interpretation of doll. Uh, yeah, Not, I can see there that. was very little femininity about it at all. It was very, very difficult to tell that it was a girl. Mm. It's new Ex- age, Evan. Except for in like two panels. That's what bothered me. Either stick with the whole boy look or give some sort of femininity to it. That and the shape-shifting beard. Other than that, yes, I agree. Art was solid. Yeah. Uh, you see it says we need a lift, and he's lifting the tr- you get uh, <laughs> So, yeah. I really liked it. Um, I, I really feel like, uh, like Marvel is fucking killing it right now. Like, every book they put out seems to be at least enjoyable, except for, like, Patsy Walker, Hellcat, and the Totally Awesome Hulk. Like other than those two, I feel like they're doing a great job. Like I all think these books totally are totally awesome. Out. Hulk is more our preference, and not that it's a bad book. Yeah, I, and yeah, I would agree with that. It's not for me. Um, I think totally awesome Hulk sucks because we're douchebags. <laughs> I would have to agree with that statement. Okay. <laughs> I don't so, know what you guys are talking about? I still read it. I still like it. Oh, oh. What's the matter with you? Lots of things. That's for another podcast. <laughs> podcast for another podcast. So, um, soon on geekaid.com. <laughs> Deep into the mind of Matthew Much. Oh, you don't want to go there. Mm, I live there. Anyway, so huh? that was fucking creepy, right? Like, what? That, oh, don't worry about it, sweetie. We'll talk later. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a definite pickup for me. I, Hyperion, Somebody I call a priest. It. <laughs> call John D. He's fucking apparently not doing anything. Uh, Evan. Yes. Matt. Yes. Yes. And Dean. 
Yes. Good. It's almost and, as if his internet is slow. <laughs> no, I was thinking about it. Oh, I thought he was taking roll call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we're recommending shit? Damn it. Oh, well, I still recommend it. I oh, like Hyperion. I was thinking about uh, John D, and you were like, yeah, he's not busy. And I was like, yeah, no, he's not busy because he's been dead for 400 years. He uh, was an occultist. He mm-hmm. might still be alive. Him and Andy Kaufman, they're still kicking around. Obviously. Fuck, I love Andy Kaufman. Anyway. And Elvis. Um... So that, I think that wraps up uh, issue seventy-seven of the Paper Cuts podcast, gentlemen. It it's, does. It's been Actually, a pleasure. Do Do you want to discuss the major comic book thing that happened? What last weekend? Daredevil season two. I haven't finished it yet, so uh, no. What the fuck? I have a big boy job. Excuse me. <laughs> it's well, I know you do too, but <laughs> okay. And so does everybody else. Uh, but that's my. Fu- so all I, right. I well, hold on. Hold on. All of you have big boy jobs, but I am the only one with kids. I will use my kids as an excuse this week. I have children. Sit them down. Make them watch Daredevil. No. It's time for the kids to get a slap shot with reality. This is the way the world is. There's a lot of headshots in there. I don't know if you want to do that. Um, We made it. uh, I made it six episodes in so far, um, and I fucking love it. I love it as much as I loved season one. Matt and Dean, how much have you guys watched? Done. You're done, Matt? None. None. Okay. Well, but it's okay. You can talk about it if you yeah. want. You no spoilers. Joe Bernthal's Punisher is fucking great. Oh, he's good, man. He's fucking yeah. solid. I, I thought that was a good there choice. There's not from a when bad actor, actor or actress on that show. No, there's so, really uh, not. It's John. John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Sorry. What'd you say? Um, Joe. I said Joe. I thought Sorry. you said John anyway, so. Um,. But his performance as the Punisher is by far. Now, the competition isn't that stiff. I mean, look Whoa. at you, Dolph Lundgren. Whoa, but Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> his, his depiction. Wait, who's and, the other guy? The choices he made. There was Thomas Jane. Yeah, there you go. Thomas Jane and, and uh, Ray. Ray Liotta. No, Ray not, not Ray Liotta. Punisher. That would have been it's fucking Parks, great. Is it? No, Ray Parks is an old guy. Yeah, no, it might be. I don't know. Um, I thought it was Ray something. I could be off. Uh, in Warzone, was it the second one? Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, um, I, I can hear someone's looking. I it can up. hear somebody clickety clickety <laughs> looking that shit up. <clears throat> um, the choices he made, and the way he delivers his lines, um, and the the fucking the back and forth between the the stone cold like I am doing this because it has to be done, and then the talking about his family. Oh my god! Like just fucking great now Just so, I, I, so good i stevenson ray stevenson thank ray you stevenson i fully agree with you he is doing a phenomenal job but in my opinion like i think it's it's so much better for us because of the lack of other good punishers mm-hmm. i think the best acting job coming out of that fucking show this season is foggy mm. oh foggy's on point man foggy is hands down tops in that show he really is that, but, I mean, is Foggy, that guy has had a storied yes. acting career before this. <laughs> the only I I can't the only thing I can remember him from is the the buddy from Idle Hands that gets his head cut off. Yeah, yeah, he was in a fuck ton of like those type B of and D rated horror movies. <laughs> but I also I love all him. that. Was he? Oh, that's right. He was her best friend. Right, I remember that. But he, I mean, knocks it out of the park every time he's on screen. Yeah, it's uh, God damn it! I Good mean, show. 
<laughs> eventually, eventually, Marvel is going to fuck something up. I don't know. I, they you, have you to. Think? The law of Be averages says they have to. But they don't because they have Disney behind them, and Disney has some sort of occult black magic. You know what? I, <laughs> I found out what it is. John D. works for Disney. That's what it is. Actually, <laughs> no, that's what all. the D stands for. John <laughs> Disney, son Actually, of a many, bitch. Actually, many, many years ago when Mickey was working with the magician as his apprentice, he <laughs> yeah. learned some skills, Yen's and Sid. now everything that comes out is, is stellar. Oh, my God. See? They actually showed it to us. It happened on screen. <laughs> oh, that was instructions for how we're going to rule the yep. world? Yep. I thought it was mops and buckets, no. but it was a deal with the devil. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Daredevil is fucking phenomenal. Um, next week, we'll, uh, we'll maybe talk about Batman versus Superman if we all see it. Do we want to? Um, I'm scared. I'm going to go see it. I don't really, I don't. I know I, still I will don't not be care. going to see it. Um, so. I mean, like, I'm still not very excited about it, but I, I am obviously going to go see it. Um, we could talk about Deadpool again. We could talk about am Deadpool again. Am I the again. most excited? I'm excited, but I'm less excited now because... Because it's not Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Well, today was a very rough internet day. I For those that... Wednesday, or apparently something happened yesterday that there was pre-screenings and shit like that, mm -hmm. and today the internet was littered with how bad, bad yeah. this movie is. Yeah. It doesn't and look good. Like, every trailer... I don't know why Lex Luthor is the Riddler. First of all, like, that, that one line where he's the... the the, it's a big word for little minds or whatever the fuck he says and he does the weird hand thing like that's that's the fucking Riddler that's not Lex Luthor it's not and, okay. in any depiction of him but I, I see I'm okay with that because I don't mind Cavill as Superman I think he's, he's okay. okay but I want more Batfleck in my life I do so too I'm, wi like, I'm, I'm willing to look past that, that stuff and and, and and, and and absorb that. I don't know. I'll see I, it maybe in a week. I'm definitely not going. This this fucking movie is going to be printing money for oh for at well, least straight up three four weeks. Probably. So, I'm going to go to the drive-in and see it because I, you know, wait what? Because you're 102 years old and live <laughs> in the 1940s. Because drive-ins <laughs> are the best. I want to go to the drive-in with Becky Sue. We're going to hide in the trunk, kids. <laughs> you're all. Fucking insane! If you think anything other than the drive-in is the best way to see a, a film, fucking nuts. yes, because your high-quality stereo surround sound system in your Chevy yes. Nova is hey, so much better than it's DTS a surround van, sound, sir. <laughs> I have a family, as we've discussed. Wait, don't you? Ha how do you get the sound in the car unless you're going to keep the windows open? Through the radio, oh, sir. It's radio. This it's is radio we've broadcast. put a man on the moon. It could fucking be. I've never shit been to the car. fucking driving because that shit doesn't oh, exist around out, here. Dude. You're missing out. It's fucking awesome. You we don't have to worry to about moon? anybody being next to you. You can fucking smoke That's in great. your car. It's great. That's the best. Don't I'm sorry, Matt is having his own bad. little conversation here, and it's phenomenal, by it the really way. Is. Nobody's paying attention. It's, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> real quick then, how do we feel about the guy who was cast uh, as Iron Fist? Oh, we talked oh, about yeah. this. 
Yes. Yeah, it's, no, but it's, I wasn't it's fine. It's, it's right. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's a no-brainer. Like, it's we actually had this, fine. We had this conversation when they were talking about casting, mm-hmm. and we had the racism mm-hmm. Yeah, like that that whole thing is unfounded. He's he's a white guy in the comic books. He's going to be a white guy in the fuck like there's no wrong to write that the character stop trying to make him something he's not. Well, and when it, he first came out, part and, of him being you white. Know, I mean, it, him being white is part of him. Right. That, well, it, it has it, to be because otherwise the friendship with Luke Cage isn't fucking funny. No, you're right. That I why cuz you're saying Asian and and an African American no, then you're making Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. Get with it, man. Did not see that coming. <laughs> anyway, I, I like it. I think that dude's a good actor from what I've seen Nobody of him on Game of Thrones. Nobody understood the words that were coming out of anyone's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. I, uh, I'm i really excited about Luke Cage later this year because um, that dude fucking nailed it in, in Jessica Jones, literally and figuratively. And I'm I'm really excited about doing that. it. <laughs> so this is this is my favorite thing that has come out with all of this Netflix and Daredevil and Jessica Jones and and they're actually going forward with Iron Fist and Punisher on Daredevil. All of this is leading to me getting a Moon Knight show. It is. It's okay, coming because the the violence level in Daredevil also stepped up a notch. Cold Boy did it ever. And the fact that they're bringing Iron Fist, if they, I mean, they're staying true by the choices that they're making so far. If they keep it that mystical type shit, I can get, uh, I can get a Moon Knight show. Well, I mean, or maybe even an appearance. I'll be okay with an appearance. It's coming, man. Yeah, I mean, it's we had coming. some pretty uh, mystical shit going on this season, so mm-hmm. I don't see why not. I feel like it's gonna happen. I hope it does. I just want Sleepwalker, which is never happening, but anyway. I just don't want to see, <coughs> what, what's the, the, not the Avengers movie, the, the one that they're doing later on with the everybody. Defenders? No, 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 no. Uh, Infinity the movie, War? Infinity War. Oh. Apparently they're pulling out all the stops. I'm going to show every Marvel. It's like game. 76 that, characters or something? I don't, I don't want to see Moon Knight that way. Right. Okay. I, I would like to see him on screen. That would be great, but that's, I don't want my introduction that way. But not like this? Not like this. Not like not this. Not like this. Oh, switch. <laughs> if you have anything to say to her, <laughs> better say it now. Mm. Right. Joey Pants, you fucking asshole. Anyway, so that's that officially now wraps up issue 77 of the Paper Cuts podcast. Thank you so much say, for listening. Wait, wait, wait. The, the announcer guy. Well, I wasn't there yet. Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks, announcer guy. Thank, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Announcer guy, talk to him for a second. Thank you, Dan. Attention listeners. Did you know the Geek Aid crew are real people you can get in touch with? Did you also know you can keep track of what comes out on the fabulous Geek Aid website without even visiting it? Did you know that Dean irons his vest every hour on the hour to be prepared for anything? Wait, really? Well, you can keep in touch with Geek Aid by following them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and more. If that's not enough, you can also send them an email at mail at geekaid.com. Be sure to check out the show notes to get all the links and more information on today's episode. Back to you, Dan. Thanks again, announcer guy. And really, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, from the cockles even of our hearts, thank you for listening. If you have a minute after you're done listening to this fine free entertainment we provide you every week, why don't you hop on over to iTunes or Stitcher, leave us a five-star review. It helps get more eyes and ears on the show, helps move us up the ratings, and it's fucking free. 
It doesn't cost you a dime, and it helps us out. Join us next week while we talk about maybe Batman versus Superman. Maybe we'll talk about Sleepwalker. Maybe we'll talk about Zombie Tramp number 21. Who knows? Until then, for Mr. Evan Goldstein, for Mr. Matthew Much, for Dean DeFalco, you're not a mister, for Dan Ryan, I am Dan Ryan. Start recording, so I'm I'm going now. Evan Taint. <laughs> then we went. Round no, it was, first it was Evan Balls, Son then Evan Penis, bitch. then Evan Taint, then Evan Grundle. I said labia. I Evan labia. Evan labia. Wait, what was the first? Inner one? What was Dean? Uh, Cock Dean. Cock I uh I knew a girl who gave me the nickname <laughs> Cock Diesel wow, for a while. All right. Sure, Dean. <laughs> sure yeah. to God, I will. I will get. Was I she saying her... it ironically? I don't. I don't know. I, I, don't I know. knew a girl named Dean Anna that gave me the nickname Cock Diesel. No, I don't believe what? either. Fuck one you of guys. Those. I'm gonna get proof now. I'm gonna get proof. Start the damn show. I'll be by tomorrow. I I knew a girl once. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you cannot get any darker. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've missed you guys. Oh, my goodness.